Hello, and welcome to another episode of Fireside Poems. I'm Dr. J. Today, I'll be reading Longfellow's poem, Tesner's Droppa. Esaias Tesner was a Swedish poet, a generation older than Longfellow, whom Longfellow much admired. Longfellow wrote this poem as a tribute to Tesner upon learning of his death. Drapa means dirge or death song. The death song sung in Tesner's Drapa is not Tesner's, though, but that of Balder, one of the Norse gods whose story Tesner told in his epic poem Frithoff's Saga. The story goes like this. Balder is the son of the god Odin and his consort Frigga. Balder is young, beautiful, kind, gentle, and happy. Tesner's poem describes him thus. All evil hatred and strife were abhorrent to him. Eloquent, wise, mild, and just, he ever sought to promote peace, to avert misfortune, and to ease pain and sorrow. Balder is beloved of all the other gods. To protect him from harm, his mother Frigga asks of all the things on earth an oath that they will never do him any harm, which they all gladly give. She neglects to ask Mistletoe, however, because Mistletoe is so harmless, how could it ever do harm? Loki, though, the trickster companion to Odin, is jealous of Balder and tricks the blind god Hoder, brother of Balder, into shooting him with an arrow made of mistletoe while the other gods are playing at hurling objects at him that can't harm him. Balder falls dead. His body is placed on a funeral ship which is set fire and pushed out to sea where it eventually disappears. This is the story Longfellow retells. He opens his poem with the words, I heard a voice that cried, Balder the beautiful is dead. The voice in Longfellow's mind is the voice of Tesner, in whose poem Longfellow first heard the story of Balder. Why does Longfellow retell this story to memorialize the Swedish poet? And why have I chosen it for this episode as Christmas approaches? Let's listen to Tesner's dropper first, and then return to these two questions. Tesner's Droppa by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow I heard a voice that cried, Balder the beautiful is dead, is dead, and through the misty air passed like the mournful cry of sunward sailing cranes. I saw the pallid corpse of the dead sun borne through the northern sky. Blast from Niflheim lifted the sheeted mists around him as he passed. And the voice forever cried, Balder the beautiful is dead, is dead, and died away through the dreary night in accents of despair. Balder the beautiful, god of the summer sun, fairest of all the gods. Light from his forehead beamed, runes were upon his tongue as on the warrior's sword. All things in earth and air bound were by magic spell never to do him harm, 
even the plants and stones, all save the mistletoe, the sacred mistletoe. Hoder, the blind old god whose feet are shod with silence, pierced through that gentle breast with his sharp spear by fraud made of the mistletoe, the accursed mistletoe. They laid him in his ship with horses and harness as on a funeral pyre. Odin placed a ring upon his finger and whispered in his ear. They launched the burning ship. It floated far away over the misty sea till like the sun it seemed sinking beneath the waves. Balder returned no more. So perished the old gods, but out of the sea of time rises a new land of song, fairer than the old. Over its meadows green walk the young bards and sing. Build it again, O ye bards, fairer than before. Ye fathers of the new race, feed upon morning dew, sing the new song of love. The law of force is dead, the law of love prevails. For the thunderer shall rule the earth no more, no more with threats challenge the meek Christ. Sing no more, O ye bards of the north, of Vikings and of Jarls, of the days of Eld, preserve the freedom only, not the deeds of blood. The story of Balder is a late addition to Norse mythology, and some scholars see in Balder a figure adapted from the story of Christ that was becoming known in Scandinavia at the time Balder appears. Tejner's description of Balder is certainly a description of a Christ-like figure. Whether this theory is true or not, and whether Longfellow had heard it or not, Longfellow's interest in Balder is an interest in a cultural movement away from the old pagan gods of war and strife to a new god of love, a movement from Thor to Christ, a movement Longfellow writes of in other poems as well. In Tejner's poetry, Longfellow found a mind like his and that had come before his. Longfellow was always hopeful that the world will become more peaceful as time goes on, and that Christianity would play a role in that transformation. Longfellow was to see well before his death a war more terrible than any that came before it, the American Civil War. Yet his hope remained. I don't know whether he would have been able to sustain this hope through the yet more terrible wars of the 20th century or the ceaseless violence of the 21st. I don't know whether I can. Perhaps the hopeful ending of Tejner's Droppel will help me do so as I look forward to celebrating the birth of the Prince of Peace. Let's listen again. Tesner's Drapa by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow I heard a voice that cried, Balder the beautiful is dead, is dead. And through the misty air passed like the mournful cry of sunward sailing cranes. I saw the pallid corpse of the dead sun borne through the northern sky. Blasts from Niflheim lifted the sheeted mists around him as he passed. 
and the voice forever cried, Balder the beautiful is dead, is dead, and died away through the dreary night in accents of despair. Balder the beautiful, god of the summer sun, fairest of all the gods, light from his forehead beamed, runes were upon his tongue as on the warrior's sword. All things in earth and air bound were by magic spell never to do him harm, even the plants and stones, all save the mistletoe, the sacred mistletoe. Hoder, the blind old god whose feet are shod with silence, pierced through that gentle breast with his sharp spear by fraud made of the mistletoe, the accursed mistletoe. They laid him in his ship with horse and harness as on a funeral pyre. Odin placed a ring upon his finger and whispered in his ear. They launched the burning ship. It floated far away over the misty sea till like the sun it seemed sinking beneath the waves. Balder returned no more. So perished the old gods, but out of the sea of time rises a new land of song, fairer than the old. Over its meadows green walk the young bards and sing. Build it again, O ye bards, fairer than before. Ye fathers of the new race, feed upon morning dew, sing the new song of love. The law of force is dead, the law of love prevails. Thor the thunderer shall rule the earth no more, no more with threats challenge the meek Christ. Sing no more, O ye bards of the north, of Vikings and of Jarls, of the days of eld preserve the freedom only, not the deeds of blood. In his memoir, Surprised by Joy, C.S. Lewis, the author of the Chronicles of Narnia, begins by recalling reading by chance Tezner's Drapa when he was a young man. He describes the experience thus. I knew nothing about Balder, but instantly I was uplifted into huge regions of northern sky. I desired with almost sickening intensity something never to be described except that it is cold, spacious, severe, pale, and remote, and then found myself at the very same moment already falling out of that desire and wishing I were back in it. For Lewis, this experience was his first experience of joy, a joy which he would eventually dedicate his life to regaining whether through writing his own Christianized mythology in the Chronicles of Narnia, or through writing his essays and books on literature and Christianity, or through his life as a scholar, teacher, and Christian believer. One of the most important truths about teaching is that anyone may one day read a book or poem that will change their lives, as Tezner's Drapa changed Lewis's, and thus change the world, but that we teachers have no way of knowing what that book or poem will be. In this sense, teaching is a very inefficient process, but one that must be inefficient 
if it is to succeed. I hope you enjoyed Tezner's Drapa, and that you'll join me again next week for another episode of Fireside Poems. If you think others might enjoy Fireside Poems, please let them know about it through your social media so that they might join you and me each week by the Fireside.